Good to be back here. Apologize with uh, my busy schedule broadcasting, especially in September. Haven't been able to go the last two days or Thursday last week. So we got a jam-packed show for you and hope you are locked and loaded, ready to go. Uh, We begin with why why are we uh, giving these Wall Street nerds the keys to the city here for Carolina and the New York baseball Mets? Um, Steve Cohen, right? We know as this will be pretty much just a football segment talking about David Tepper, who you know I've been on for quite some time uh, for being just a numbskull, right? He was the guy who gave Matt Rule uh, out of nowhere five years guaranteed, maybe it was six years guaranteed, something ridiculous. How'd that work out? Um, they thought Sam Darnold was the answer. Baker was the answer. Uh, Andy Dalton was the answer. Quarterback. Okay, yeah, you, you got wrong all those times. Okay, now you finally get the number one pick. This is the time. This is the time that you are right, right? It has to be. Oh, boy. I mean, you trade up for Bryce Young. Meanwhile, the Texans get C.J. Stroud, who right now, still a long season career. I got dog hair flying all around me here. Still a long season career ahead of us. But through the first couple of starts, it's almost apparent to everyone except David Tepper. And maybe he secretly knows he was wrong, too. But... Um, it's apparent. C.J. Stroud is not throwing picks. And it's like, okay, everyone says, hey, you're the number one overall pick. You're a high pick, right? You're going to be on a team that struggled. Look at Justin Fields in the line. Uh, You know, the team's going to be bad. Yes, the Carolina line has been terrible too. Is the Texans line that much better? Why why does Stroud look great? Why does Stroud look like, uh, you know, a game manager we haven't seen in his rookie season? He looks composed. He's dancing with the new NFL Selly that's going crazy uh, with his new guy. He's making a rookie Tank Dell look equally as good. He's turning him into a fantasy superstar. Um, CJ Stroud obviously picked up in a ton of dynasty leagues for good reason, but uh, you know, in redraft leagues, he had been kind of sitting on waiver wires and whatnot, and uh, he should most definitely be rostered. In fact, he might actually be starting uh, if some of you guys have Dak Prescott and company. You had to deal with Rodgers. Um, he's looked like the real deal, and Bryce Young has not. And the reason I'm kind of sounding the alarm bells at the moment is, yo, like, okay, yeah, Bryce, Bryce Young, yeah, we get it. He's a rookie. He's dealing with Carolina, bad line. And but why did Andy Dalton look so good, right? Okay, we know Andy Dalton's uh, he's been here forever, but you know Andy Dalton is able to put up those crazy stats in the week that he starts, and Bryce Young just does not look that guy. He's throwing below five yards per attempt. He's um, he just does not look as composed as C.J. Stroud is, and arguably the Texans and the Panthers. Those guys are those are both terrible teams, and look what the Texans are doing versus what the Panthers are doing. And at the quarterback position, C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. And let's not lose sight of the fact, too, we just mentioned Matt Rule. Holy crap, that was a bad, uh, you know, coaching hire. Frank Reich? Uh, You saw what happened with the Colts last year? Frank Reich is your new guy? And how's that exactly worked? I... Carol, you know, these guys buy their way into popularity. They buy, hey, I've got money. I was a nerd all throughout high school. All right, you know, I've turned that into some money. I've conquered Wall Street. I am invincible, right? 
Give me a little toy here, Carolina. I'm going to conquer this sports world here, too. I hope everyone sees through that David Tepper is wearing a clown mask. This guy has no clue what to do now that he's in the boys' club. Uh, Bought his way in. And I feel bad for the city of Carolina. Because as long as that guy's on the helm, at the helm, every single decision from this point forward is going to be wrong like it already has been since he took over. Um, It's bad. Steve Cohen can't let him off the hook, too. That's even more glaring because it's not a salary cap sport. He's saying, oh, my God, this is so easy. I'll just buy my way to the top. You know, I'm sure it's not making a dent in his wallet, but holy crap. This dude thought he was going to go to the World Series this year, and I was the only one in the tri-state area, maybe the nation, who saw right through it and took the Mets to miss the playoffs plus 400 before the season even started. That was, you had the collapse last year. You, You knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. Um, So Steve Cohen and David Tepper. uh, Boys Club, not been so great since they joined it. Stay in your lane, boys. Uh, Sports has not quite been up your alley. And I'm curious, Mets fans got to be livid. Mets fans got to be livid at Steve Cohen. Carolina, much smaller fan base, right? Panthers, expansion franchise, uh, you know, they've got a good city. They've got a good fan base, but maybe not as loud. As the, the Mets are able to crack through, there's so many of them in the city that never sleeps, that you could kind of crack through social media. You're trending every time you're terrible. Good. That's what you should have for fan bases like the Vikings and the Panthers or these fan bases that just continuously fail in sporting models that are rigged for your team not to continuously fail. And yet they still find a way to do it. It's incredible. Um so again, that's clearly there wasn't too many NFL storylines this week. Um, Chiefs look like the Chiefs. All right, I'm not going to talk about it. Taylor Swift. I'm sorry, no Taylor Swift here. Come on, uh, ESPN is licking their chops. Oh, Dion, Dion, we got to get every single Dion quote. Ah, oh, shit, he lost Oregon. Fuck. Taylor Swift in an NFL game. Oh my God, get everyone we have still employed there over there. Um, Jesus Christ, that's what I hate about sports media. And maybe that's why you get all the clicks and I've got my niche audience here because we talk about interesting things here. We talk about different angles in sports, Uh, ones that actually might matter to make a little money, not ones that, you know, make your girlfriend involved. Oh, my honey, look, Taylor Swift's in Kansas City. Uh, That makes me sick. Chiefs are Chiefs. I told you they're going back to the Super Bowl. I have a huge-ass bet on them from the preseason to win the AFC – to at least go to the Super Bowl, that's looking pretty damn good. Uh, Niners look unbeatable, but again, once Kyle Shanahan gets to a Super Bowl, what's he going to do there? Um, I think both these teams are overwhelming favorites to, I know the Chiefs are not undefeated, but the Niners are undefeated. Eagles undefeated. Eagles look good. Um, You know, again, same thing for me is wait until Nick Sirianni gets in the big game again. We'll see what he does. Philly minus eight and a half to stay undefeated against Washington. That's intriguing. I mean, commanders, that might be way too many points. Um, And then the Chiefs have the Jets, and we all know what Zach Wilson and the Jets look like. God, speaking of feeling bad for franchises, um, how about the New York football Jets? Eagles. Uh, and then lastly, we're the Niners. Oh, yeah. Niners are two touchdown favorites against Arizona. Arizona, who just beat the Cowboys. I told you. You know, so these are my top five teams. Chiefs, Niners, Eagles, Bills, Miami. Going to put the Bills at four ahead of Miami. Why? 
They've been there before. They beat them in the playoffs last year. These two are facing each other this weekend. It's in Buffalo. And this is basically the battle for the division, right? You're going to have one game in Buffalo, one game in Miami. Right now, Buffalo is favored by three. Lines moving towards Miami as it's plus three and a half. Um, you know, I, I said in the first edition of this after week one here on YouTube, uh, you can, it's archived, you can go back and check. The Dolphins are dangerous. They might be the lone team that could really, and you're seeing this now, the pundits talking about, they have the offense to challenge the Chiefs. Defense, we'll see Mike McDaniel almost won uh, with Skylar Thompson in Buffalo last year in a playoff game. So he, Mike McDaniel looks like he knows how to coach, right? Uh, he's from the Shanahan tree. He's a cool guy. Um, he looks like he knows what he's doing. Almost, you know, won an improbable playoff victory last year. So if he's at full strength this year, you got to be a little bit wary of him. But again, it's still the Chiefs to beat. And then maybe Buffalo, you got to do it in the playoffs. Miami. You got to do in the playoffs. Those two face each other this weekend. That's going to be epic. Dallas slides down to six for me. Why? Because you get games like this where you lose to Arizona. Mike McCarthy, uh, this is going to happen in the playoffs again. It will. No Zeke. Doesn't matter. That wasn't the issue. Uh, Dallas still going to Dallas. And then uh, Ravens showed their flaws. <laughs> Lost to the Colts. Classic. Classic. Lost to the Colts. Um... So, uh, I went to the Vikings game this past weekend. Speaking of winless teams, Jesus Christ. Uh, you saw that was coming. Remember when I asked uh, during the preseason whether the Vikings were going to win a game this year? I'm still asking that. They are favored to win in Carolina. Fellow winless team Carolina, this would be. <laughs> I just ripped Carolina. Don't worry. This is a gift for you. You get the Vikings coming to town. I could totally see the Panthers win this game. Why not? The Vikings are going to Viking. Um, did enjoy my my time there. I was rooting for the Vikings. I know everyone likes to think that I crap on them. And no, I just tell you the truth about them. I tell you the truth about Minneapolis sports, as I do every single day, because you all are blind. Blind by your uh, unrelenting fandom to this city that never disappoints, never not disappoints. Um, I was rooting for you guys. I, I said this in the middle of the game, because I, I went to the game half wanting to see Justin Herbert. Duh, that's what I'm going to do in two weeks when Kansas City comes here. Justin Herbert had a crazy game. I'm watching this live. It didn't even seem in real time like he was having a good game, him and Keenan Allen, because the Vikings were just getting decimated. And then it was the, the like guys were just open. They're running left and right. Um, you know, that was a game where you didn't realize, damn, Justin Herbert really just tore apart Brian Flores and his defense until you kind of like left the stadium, walked out. A couple of beverages probably didn't help, but until you left the stadium, we're like, whoa, one. Total Vikings way to lose. Two, holy crap, where was the defense the entire game? And then you got the fumbles. Oh, my God, Madison is fumbling. A couple, a lot of fumbles are being called back, but it's still such a bad look in front of a sold-out crowd. <laughs> that, that stadium's always going to be sold out. Vikings fans are so sick and tired of losing, and they'll still go and uh, support only to lose in heartbreaking fashion time in, time out. That was embarrassing. I felt bad for Vikings fans, and you can't say I didn't try. I was, you know, I was rooting hard for you guys, uh, and they still couldn't get it done. All right, so let's get some NFL picks. Um, I was looking at the Packers, but don't know about Aaron Jones, don't know about Christian Watson, and, it, you know, Dan Campbell beats the Falcons. All right, great. Do it in the playoffs. Um, and if they win tonight, that's all we're going to talk about on Friday, right? Oh, my God, the Lions, Dan Campbell, they're back. We're back. 
we're back. This guy's got such a cushy job right now. It's everything he does right. All right, you know, yeah, Dan, yay. And then when he loses to the Seahawks, it's crickets. No one wants to talk about that. We don't want to talk about the... Then he beats Atlanta. Oh, it's Dan. And he beats Green Bay. Dan, Dan, Dan. We'll see what happens tonight. I'm staying away from the line since uh, too many injury questions for me there. Jordan Love, for what it's worth, though, hasn't not covered uh, since he's been a starting quarterback. 4-0. I do have some props for you, right? Because... Whenever I see this, 99% of the bets are on what? One side? Boom. I'm taking the other. We've got three of these so far. Actually, two are at 99%. And uh, one is overwhelmingly public, but I don't know if it's quite 99-1. Sam Laporta over receiving yards. We're going under. Everyone else is going over. We're going under. Uh, Everyone loves the tight ends in this game. Luke Musgrave, fellow rookie. Receiving yards. Everyone going over? Your boy. We're going under. Uh, so under and Laporta and Musgrave receiving yards. And then after Dobbs had this big uh, game last week, everyone thinks he's going to have over his receptions, which I think is three and a half. Maybe it's four and a half. We're going under, especially if Watson plays, that should be a lock. So keep an eye on that line movement. Even still, if Watson doesn't play, watch this be a grinded out defensive game and Dobbs, you know, kind of goes quiet. Right, if the Lions are going to win this game, they're going to make Love uncomfortable, and he's not going to be able to throw like he has and find these receivers like Dobbs. So those are my Thursday night football props tonight. I do have one. I've got a couple of totals. No one likes betting the unders, right? Unders and overs. Um, Three totals I'm looking at in the NFL on Sunday. I, I like the under in Philly. It's on the move. New Orleans under as well on the move. So those are two unders I'm looking at. Also in this game, under Atlanta, but those aren't the flashy picks. I'm going to tell you why Atlanta's the play. Plus three at Jacksonville. Look, Doug Peterson, um, he's still Doug Peterson every once in a while. They had they just lost to C.J. Stroud, right? They made C.J. Stroud the headliner this week um, for his great performance, getting a huge win as an underdog. And now we are going to fade Jacksonville once more because Atlanta coming off, they're humbling in Detroit. I still think that's a solid team in a weak division. And I think they are going to at least have this within a field goal, if not outright win. Um, This is the beauty about being live is I have to take a 10 second break to let my dogs in, even though the camera's still rolling. So stick with us. And boom, we're back. It's just like that. It's like uh, we're pausing for station identification and radio, right? Um, does anyone out there still listen to radio? I'm still the guy that likes listening to uh, the old radio, but uh, I know it is dying. Atlanta opened as four-and-a-half-point dogs at Jacksonville. It's down to three. Everyone loving the Jags at home. I am loving Arthur Smith and the ground game of the Falcons. I just think you put you take away the line. I tell you, Atlanta-Jacksonville right now is are a lot of you saying Jacksonville is the straight-up better team. I'm seeing that's more of a pick'em, and that's why Vegas is kind of showing that as well as you get three points at home. In the NFL for your home field advantage, Jacksonville home field advantage, not really. So this is kind of, all right, well, benefit of the doubt, we'll give them three points. So then Vegas is telling you these teams are basically dead even. 
Jacksonville as the edge at home. I'm telling you, take a coin flip and go with the side everyone's not thinking about, Atlanta. So that's my NFL pick of the week. Um, want to tell you about Moneyline.store. Um, it's Think of everyone's looking for, obviously, we're betting on NFL and college football, right? It's the most bet sports we do. Um Everyone's looking at Odd Shark. If team rankings, if you get a little deeper, everyone's trying to find an edge with projections and data, right? So Moneyline.store, right? That's not a scam. Sounds like a scam, but it's just an easy way to remember where you should be going, Moneyline.store. Um, and then I'll tweet this out too, where you can find a great social media presence as well. But what they do is they crunch all the data and they show you where there's an edge, college football-wise, for spreads and for totals. It has been profitable in both since its inception two weeks ago. Um, So glad to be partnering up with these guys, and I do want to kind of dedicate a segment to what their picks are looking like this weekend because they're coming off another profitable one. And it's a great way, even if you're, you know, don't blind tail everyone, but it shows that you can, you know, it shows the standard deviation where, how much, how much of an edge there is in a certain spot. They crunch all the numbers for you. It's an easy spot to check it out. And while you're there, check out some of their awesome gear. They've got some of the coolest hats, vests, sweaters, you name it. I think in college football, see for yourself, moneyline.store. Um, so their picks coming up. I will give you my college football pick. I have just two of them. Uh, Friday night, we're heading to Provo. Cincinnati coming off a tough performance against Oklahoma, which I told you is a dark horse for the college football playoff. So far, those odds are looking good. I th- who, As long as Oklahoma beats Texas, they're going to be in it, right? And that's coming up in a couple of weeks, and I'm not the biggest Texas guy, even though they beat Bama. Um and then even if they do lose to Texas, is there a chance for a one-loss Oklahoma to get in there if they win the Big Ten? I don't know. So I, I thought it was good value. Oklahoma just – the defense is playing. Brett Venables has finally got his guys in there. He's installed the defense, and it's cooking right now in the Big 12 where there is no defense. So Oklahoma, I think no one's talking about them because they're not putting up 75 and they don't have Caleb Williams anymore. But I like what I'm seeing from the Sooners so far um, after a really disappointing last year. So Cincinnati, no one thinking anything of them. Now they're going to BYU. BYU at home is always tough. The record is favoring BYU. So why is Cincy favored? Huh? Why is Cincy favored? I love that. Did they actually just, did that line just move as I was talking about it? Um, Yeah, the line might have just moved away from me. Uh, So again, wait until Friday. Let's see if this does any more moving, but I'm keeping my eye on Cincy at BYU, but now the line just moved backwards, so I don't even know if I'm taking that anymore. Line that has not moved since I started talking and since I marked it down, unless it moved in my favor, and I would love it, but it hasn't. This is a layup. Hey, let's cash that Charlotte bet from last week. That was awesome. I told you that was my best bet of the week. Charlotte, little scare in Gainesville. Look ahead to Florida and uh, no sweat cover, plus 28. This is my best bet. And again, wait until Saturday, but this is a Saturday game so far. No movement yet. UMass is favored against Arkansas State. What, like UMass at home at Warren McGurk Alumni Stadium in Amherst has some special home field advantage I don't know about. UMass 1-4 and four at home, 1-4 uh, and four overall. They've got the home game. Arkansas State 2-2. Two and two. I don't know why people think UMass are going to win this game, but I am taking Arkansas State. Arkansas State... Also got humbled by this Oklahoma team I'm so obsessed with. 
lost to Memphis, but they've won two straight, and they're coming off an under uh, underdog victory over Southern Miss. And they've scheduled tough. They've faced Oklahoma, Memphis, got a layup against Stony Brook, won, uh, come up as a dog in their first real kind of test that they could win, uh, the shortest dog, and they outright win plus seven. UMass, they've scheduled kind of tough, too. They got destroyed by Auburn, destroyed by my, Miami of Ohio, and then covered. Yeah, so they've they've already played so many games. They've played five games. They covered against Eastern Michigan. They're coming off a loss against New Mexico as they were favored. UMass is not good. Um, for some reason, people are liking them in this spot. I like Arkansas State. So I think that's a lob. That is my pick for you. Arkansas State plus one. That is a 2.30 game central at UMass. Are you ready for the Moneyline.store picks of the week? These are your best picks according to the model. And again, you can check it. It's updated every Wednesday. Check it out, Moneyline.store. Um, I did just retweet this as well from earlier today. Um, a few picks that are catching the eye for Moneyline.store. He's got the under in USC Colorado. Remember, he's gone profitable in both totals and spread so far. And he's got one total for you. It's the USC versus Colorado under 74 and a half. He's thinking too many points. Still no Travis Hunter. Look what Colorado just did against Oregon. The offense not exactly clicking without Hunter. And they're facing another good team, right, in USC. Um, I love this. They're marking on Syracuse plus seven at home in the Dome against Clemson. Clemson can't get out of their own way. Dabo Swinney and the play calling, the clock management towards the end of that game was classic Clemson. Um, Clemson looks the most feeble we've seen in the last decade, right? It's the last three years they've been kind of showing the cracks in the armor. Now I think it's ready for a full-blown damn break, right? You had the loss to Duke. You have the embarrassing way to finish against Florida State. And now I think you might be on the ropes against a halfway decent Syracuse team. And Moneyline.store, the analytics, agreeing with me there. So that's the first pick. They like Syracuse in the Dome plus seven against Clemson. And how about Maryland minus 14 at home against the Hoosiers? Hoosiers without Michael Penix Jr. have been really lackluster. I don't think Talia is still at Maryland, is he? I could be wrong on that. Maybe he still is. I mean, it would make sense for him to be there. Um, but they are liking Talia is still there. They're liking Maryland, a quiet 4-0, uh, two touchdowns, high-powered offense against Indiana, who's not looked great. Indiana 2-2. Two and two. Uh, They barely beat Akron. They should have probably lost outright. Hung around with Ohio State, but only put up three points in that one. And Maryland's just crushing everyone uh, they face so far. Maryland would have covered 14 in all four of their games. And they're 2-2 two and two against the number, blowing out Virginia and then Michigan State without Mel Tucker. Um, so those are your Moneyline.store picks. Go check it out. Buy a hat uh, while you're there. So And then also check out uh, the picks each and every week. And take a look at the data for yourself. I think you're going to really like the table and whatnot that they use there. And it's a nice layout. Um, Boston College rant, mandatory as, uh, holy crap, I actually put a freaking jersey on this weekend thinking they were going to beat Louisville. That was embarrassing. It was one of the worst defensive performances I've seen, and I usually see them every single week with Jeff Halfley. Coaching nightmare. This guy does not know how to coach. He's never been a head coach. I'm seeing why Boston College got swindled. I got swindled by getting... 
Now it's hashtag get the fuck out and he won't leave. I mean, any freaking brain cell program would have not let Jeff Halfley get on the flight after that embarrassing performance against Louisville where he should have been 80-balled. Alas, he's fucking still here. Blake James, the AD who's come in and his notoriety for Miami in which they ran him out of town in Coral Gables was because he does not pay attention to athletics. He's more about fundraising, which I don't understand because how are you going to fundraise when finally Boston College, I mean, that's the other thing too, is Boston College, the fan base is what, me? I have to be literally the most famous Boston College fan in the nation, right? And that's saying something because I have no fame or fortune to me. Um, but people know me from my boss. Jeff Halfley has to know who I am, right? I, I mean, I am trying to get this noise loud. You're finally seeing the student section chant fire Halfley. We should have done that after UConn last year. I told you that. Um, you're starting to see more and more people just going, what is going on here? The funniest is when the social media guy, you know, has to post the final each week and it's just, everyone's just ripping him in the comments. Good. He should be ripped for these performances. Now he gets another chance. Virginia comes to town. What is Vegas doing to me? Vegas is trying to, holy, we have no business being favored in this game. None. There's going to be zero people in the crowd, and the people at, in the crowd are going to be yelling fire halfway. Boston College is going to lose this game. Virginia is so bad, but don't worry. Fear not. Boston, uh, we'll find a way to commit more penalties than you. We'll find a way to make more mistakes than you. We'll find a way to just be dumbfounded looking at our goddamn television screens going, what am I watching more than you? One o'clock. They're not even putting this on. E this is on the freaking CW telling you just how great this game's going to be. Jersey will not be on this weekend because why? I know exactly what's going to happen. We're going to lose. And Jeff Hadley's going to spew some bullshit about it. I I know. At least you're seeing some quotes now where he's like, I hear the outside noise. I hope you're hearing me, Jeff. But what are you going to... He says, we're going to fix it. We're going to fix it. I do not believe you. I do not believe you. All right? Uh, don't. You have, not, you have not shown me anything to believe you. And you're going to show again this weekend why you're the worst coach in the country. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. Um, will I be watching? Hell yeah. Will I want to pour bleach in my eyes? Guaranteed. Um, and then we'll lose, and Jeff Affley will still have another job, and then we'll go and lose to Army. Is that our next game? Dear God. It is Army. We'll be at Army at West Point. Good thing there will be a lot of guns there. Just free, turn one on me after we lose that game, too. Um, all right, good to be back. Check out Moneyline.store. Updated picks. They love Clemson to be in some trouble in the Dome against Syracuse um other picks those are just the top ones I gave you so a little tease make sure to check out the website and the full model to see some other plays that might give you a little bit of edge uh when it comes to winning some money and I love Arkansas State against UMass UMass might be better than Boston College but we're still fading them um I hate life I hate life during Boston College football season I need Earl Grant to save me basketball season uh can't come soon enough all right good to be back uh enjoy your weekend Thursday night football uh, is tonight, Man Campbell. Let's see which man we get. And I'll talk to you next week. Uh, we will be back for all three shows Tuesday through Thursday next week. So uh, tune in and hope to talk to you there.